Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit or Miss, a baseball podcast hosted by me, Alexandra Aguila. And today we are recording episode 24. This is our first Cubs episode in a while. I feel like I haven't done one of these in a while, but we are back and we are doing another Cubs daily episode on Fridays. And I'm super excited to do this. It's actually 12 a.m. Friday when I'm recording this. So that is just perfect. Um, We kind of have kind of not a lot to discuss but smaller topics less amount but we can go in depth with a lot of them so I'm super excited about that um but yeah so this is just gonna be stuff that has been circulating in Cubs news around the recent week or so there really hasn't been much it's still spring training um yeah I mean the lineups are looking different each day you have one day that we have like three gold glovers in the lineup and the other days we have a lot of rookies which is good because that's really the point of spring training um cuts are starting to happen kind of starting to narrow down that bullpen and the starting rotation as well as some of those outfielders as well who are just not ready yet um to be on the big stage but hey super excited for all the talent that we have, honestly, I think one of the reasons that I really do love spring training is that you get to see a lot of the farm system in a almost like competitive way. I'm kind of mixed in with those veteran guys or the guys who've been on the team for a while. And I think that's pretty cool to see. Uh, you definitely get to see like the mix of both of them and it excites you for what's to come if you have a good farm system. And luckily the Cubs do. Like I said, you can't get enough of PCA, Brennan Davis, Um, Owen Casey, what's Jared Young, sorry, Jared Young, who have just been really good um, this spring training, so super excited about that. But anyways, yeah, so let's get into what we're going to talk about today. Today we're talking about the opening day starter. Who's it going to be? We got a lot of names, and it's a little bit different this year that we kind of had a routine of opening day starter in the past... I want to say four years minimum, but this year it's looking a little different. We're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about Trey Mancini, who's been hot this spring, and then the Cubs won nine in a row, but what does that mean? So those are three things that we're going to get into today. Like I said, not a lot, but we can talk a lot about these topics, so I'm super excited for that. All right, so let's get started, and let's talk about opening day. Opening day is in about two weeks, and that means we're going to start to narrow it down to our, you know, starting five, starting six in the rotation, um, especially that opening day starter. So Kyle Hendricks, who has been the prominent opening day starter for the Chicago Cubs, like I said, for the past four years, I want to say, um, is not really in the picture. He suffered an injury last season, still trying to come back for that from that. Uh, The good news is, is that it's looking better. He's progressing. He's throwing bullpens, but he's quite not there to throw 100%. Um, He hasn't thrown in the spring training game yet, so definitely don't want to get him out there soon. You know, you would just rather wait it out and kind of let him heal so that when he comes back he has a better chance of staying healthy and things like that so he is not in the picture for opening day which is super sad because Kyle Hendricks has just been the most dominant Cubs pitcher that we've had in a while 
um, and for a while as well, being on this team for his whole career, he's had a lot to prove, especially um, in the most recent years. So hopefully he gets better soon, gets added to that rotation, and everything is swell. But for now, we don't have him. So the Cubs, especially Tommy Hadovy and the pitching staff, is going to have to think about who can fill that spot. So like I said, the good thing about spring training is that you get to see a lot of talent and a lot of mechanics that these guys have and a few of the guys who stuck out to me during spring training one of them being Hayden Wesneski Hayden who came from the Yankees last uh no two years ago I want to say um in that Anthony Rizzo trade has kind of made his way up here he started no he didn't start but I think he played a game or two last season and it wasn't bad but this year it's like a whole entire different page and we're finally getting to see the pitcher that we traded for so he's just been really great this spring um currently at a zero era i know it's spring training i know but he's only let up five hits with 11 strikeouts and two walks that's really good for a rookie guy so he's had a lot to show and He's kind of a guy who I feel like he would make a good addition to the team, but opening day may be just too too far out there. I think it's a bigger goal that might be attained in a couple of years. I think him you know, this being probably his first full season, he's still trying to fight for that spot on the team. So let alone being the opening day starter, maybe maybe a too, too far-fetched, but we're going to get into that now. So let's talk about a little bit about his background. Like I said, he came from the Yankees. Um, he did great when he pitched for New York, honestly. He did really good and pretty, um, uh, what's the word, pretty persistent and kind of kept it going. I think that, first of all, he is a favorite amongst Cubs fans. Um, everybody wants Hayden Wesneski to be the opening day starter, but more importantly, they want him to be on this team, and they want him to have a spot in the starting rotation, which I agree full-heartedly in, 100%, that he should earn a spot in this rotation. But opening day, like I said, might be far-fetched. He did well last season. This season has drastically improved, but he's still new. He's still a young guy. And I feel like your opening day starter should be, I'm not saying veteran guy who's been in the league for, you know, six plus years, but a guy who's had a little bit of experience under his belt. And I feel like maybe that pressure, he isn't ready for it. Maybe he could prove me wrong. I hope he does. But I just feel like him being a rookie, he can't, I just think it's too much pressure that's all I'm gonna say um but yeah like I said really right now the goal is making the team I don't think he's gonna have a problem with that and I do think he should be on the team but the Cubs have a lot of good arms and we've seen them so that being you know with Marcus Stroman with Justin Steele Keegan Thompson Brad Boxberger Jamison Tyone there is not a lot of room but I do think that he deserves a spot over maybe some of the other older guys. Um, but yeah, that's just what I think about that. And if something happens and for some reason he does make the opening day roster, 
he can be in good contention for opening day, but I just don't think that's realistic right now. I think that there's definitely other pitchers that we're going to get into right now who have more of that experience and kind of scream opening day. But I really do hope Hayden Wesneski makes the team because he definitely deserves to be there and deserves a spot. He's put up really good numbers, and I think he's going to start to show the talent that we knew he had when we traded him, like when we traded for him in the Yankees trade last two seasons ago. Okay, so that's what I think. Um, Let's talk about two other guys who I think may be more realistic in a way. I hate saying that because I like to be positive and I want the best for him, but when it comes down to it, I really do think that he may just not be quite ready for opening day yet. And I have two other guys who are giving me more of that Kyle Hendricks feel. Three other guys, I'm sorry. So the three other guys will be Marcus Stroman, Drew Smiley, and Adrian Sampson. Those are in order of who I think will play, will have that opening day roster position at the starting pitcher point. So let's talk about Marcus Stroman, who I think is the most likely guy to have that spot. He has good experience. He's been in those atmospheres before, being on the Mets, being on the Blue Jays. Now with the Cubs, this is his second year. So honestly, I do think that he has more of that veteran experience that what the Cubs adore. Um, And he's also relatively the most consistent guy in this past spring, as well as last year too. He's had really good starts. We know that all that Marcus Stroman is capable of. He is very good. Um, And we're going to get into a little bit of like what I think later on, but that's who I think. Next, Drew Smiley also has really good experience. He's going to get you a lot of innings. He is a slower pitcher compared to Marcus Stroman, works at a slower pace. Now it might be a little dicey with the pitch clock, but slower pitcher meaning not as much velocity either. But the pitches, the command is there. And when he, he has good command, he could be a really good starting pitcher. And then last but not least, Adrian Sampson. Now hear me out. He's not had a good spring so far. Probably one of the worst amongst the pitchers. Now, he's not my favorite, obviously. That's why I put him out last year. But I think that, like, for some reason I have this urge that the Cubs are considering him. Older guy. Uh, Speed really isn't there. Command when good can be there, but the Cubs love veteran guys and the Cubs love older guys, at least on the pitching perspective. So I don't know. I feel like he may be an option there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I he's definitely not the favorite. Uh, spring training has been god awful for him. Uh, currently has an ERA of 14.04, 13 hits, 6 strikeouts, 3 walks, has let up 8 home runs, um, and that's in 3 games. So it's definitely not looking good for him. But like I said, quality pitches from time to time, but if he is going to be the opening day starter and starter in general, I do think he's going to make the team, but I think when you have Adrian Sampson on the mound, your defense needs to show up that day. 
because when he plays, there's going to be a lot of ground balls. There's going to be a lot of singles and you got to learn how to shift around now that the shift is over but kind of maneuver around that so defense is going to be key when Adrian Sampson is in the is on the mound so that's what I think but let's talk about the guys and what I think about you know each one and who should start opening day Stroman Stroman is the heavy favorite he has speed he has mechanics and he's super sharp but he's not going to give you a lot of innings. He works hard, and a lot of that stuff is tiring. I think he can last five, maybe six, but I'm really going for five, and after that, it's going to be a bullpen game. So I think that if Marcus Stroman is opening day pitcher, you're going to really have to rely on the bullpen guys after that to win the game. Strikeouts are going to be there, though. He's going to strike out a lot of guys more than compared to any of the other pitchers. But like I said, with speed and mechanics comes exhaustion. So I do think that he's going to give you the five innings, shorter amount of innings than any of the other guys, but they're going to be really good innings. Innings that your defense has to constantly keep warming up because they're just going to be standing there because he strikes out guys. So that's what I think. He's the heavy favorite. Moving on, Drew Smiley close second he can make a good start and that's not only because he looks the most like Kyle Hendricks but he has good mechanics too he isn't as fast throws at he doesn't throw as fast as Marcus Stroman but the mechanics are definitely there um and he's gonna last you a lot more innings six or seven really good well-rounded pitcher I think you see a lot of Kyle Hendricks in this guy but uh, strikeouts are not going to be there as much, as much. I think that he's kind of like the middleman, kind of the best of both worlds. Um, and I think the innings thing is really key. I would rather have, honestly, our bullpen is looking all right. It's okay. But we've have we have had shaky bullpens within the last few years. So I think when it comes to this season, you signed Jamison Tyone, you really got to show that you're going to rely on your starting pitchers now to get you those innings and that you're not going to have a lot of bullpen games. So I think Drew Smiley can give you six or seven, and that could be a really good example to put out there. Last and least, Adrian Sampson just should not start. I don't think he would, but I put him on the list because I think the Cubs will gear towards him in some sort of way. They're going to find a way. Out of all the pitchers, he has the least speed and least mechanics. If he starts, like I said, it's going to be a defense game. Um, He will probably be in the rotation, and maybe he should, but I just don't think that he should pitch on opening day. So that's really what I think about those three guys. I'm really rooting for Stroman, but I won't be upset if it's Drew Smiley. I don't think Jameson Tyone will. He's a newer guy, um, still has to get those reps in. But honestly, will not be mad if Drew Smiley makes the start. I will if Adrian Sampson, though. But it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, let's kick it off to our next topic, which is Trey Mancini. He is having himself a spring training. He is hot right now. OPS of 1.221. Okay, batting average, 0.481. 13 hits, 2 home runs, and 4 RBIs. Wow. This is looking 
pretty good. I know it's only spring. You can keep telling me that. But at the same time, I mean, it just really shows that the trading and the effort that he's put in in the offseason and, you know, during practices this month have worked. And they've proven. I mean, a lot of the guys do practice a lot. But I think Trey Mancini has to be one of the most, like... How do I say this? One of the most adequate players who puts so much effort into everything he does and he will definitely put in the work and it shows. And that is exactly what the Cubs need. And honestly, now that unfortunately Seiya Suzuki won't be in the opening day lineup, um, probably won't play until mid-April, end of April, it does open up a spot at right field, and that's somewhere where he could potentially play, but he can also play at first, and he can DH, so he's a really versatile guy. I think first base may not be the ideal option just because we have Eric Cosmer. I do think Eric Cosmer is a better first baseman. Trey just isn't as athletic there as Hosmer may be, um, but hey, at least you know that if knock on wood that something doesn't happen to Hosmer, you have Mancini there and he is a first baseman. He played first base last season for the majority of the time, so it could work. Um, but I do think maybe that ideal spot will be right field, but then he could have some reps in a DH most of the time. He does hit a lot, already has two home runs, four RBIs. It's, he's looking pretty good. Um, and he is trying to come back this season. Last season, he was traded at the deadline to the Astros from Baltimore, a team where he really hit a lot of milestones with. And going to Houston and being in that World Series atmosphere, ultimately winning the World Series, it was kind of a rough patch for him. Yes, his team did good. They won the World Series, but he did not do as good. I think he only had one or two hits in that whole stretch of being an Astro for the what? Like, when was, um, the All-Star game? Um, I want to say he was an Astro for about two months, and it really didn't work out for him, but I do think right now he's trying to go back to his prime, how he was in Baltimore, and I think that's so great. So hopefully, he can have a really good start to the season. I just think that no matter what position he plays, he should be in the lineup. He deserves a spot in the lineup. He's a really good veteran presence. I, all the guys have literally raved about him, love him. So really excited for him to be on this team. And he just really showed this spring training how much he's excelled and how much he can put into this lineup. So super excited about that. The last topic that we're going to talk about is probably the one that I'm most excited for because it's a little bit controversial in a way. Um, let's talk about how the Cubs won nine games in a row, but what does that mean? All right, let's go with this. All right, yes, the Cubs won. We're hot right now and on a good winning streak. This was back when we were, you know, consistently winning games. And yes, it also does not mean anything because it's only spring training. But what does it show? Now let's start off with the bad news. Because let's just rip off the band-aid and then go to the good news. 
end it on a good note. All right, so the bad news is, as I'm just going to say, most of the runs or comeback wins that have been over that stretch of those that nine consecutive winning games has be, been because of minor league guys. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? I want to preface this. That's not a bad thing. But overall, our major league baseball players, guys who've been in the league for more than two years, have been struggling this spring training. Dansby only has Dansby Swanson only has one hit so far in this whole spring training. Now hopefully he's just getting those bad at bats out so that we can go in this season and be the Dansby Swanson that we saw last season. But it's a little bit concerning. The only prominent guys and consistent at bats really have been Nico Horner, Ian Happ. And you could argue argue Jan Gomes if you would like, but honestly, a lot of these guys have not been hitting the baseball. So that is a big worry for me. I love that we're winning, but when you look at it, why are we winning? We start to come back by the seventh inning, by the sixth inning, because all the guys who started in the lineup are now out and they left. So that's what I got to say about that. You know, these these minor league guys who are scoring the runs, they're not going to be, most of them, if not all, won't be on the starting roster. They're not going to be on your team. Therefore, when we get into the start of the regular season, who's going to be there to pick up the slack? So that's really something we got to think about. Moving on to the good news. Let's kind of end this on a positive note. It shows resilience. It shows that this team does not want to give up. You know, we have struggled in the past in recent years, but that's okay. We're going to come back, and we got the players to do that. And the bullpen isn't too shabby. Compared to last year, I think we've definitely gotten better. So I'm not as worried about the bullpen as I was last year. Um, Starters as well, still talking about pitching, have gained a lot of momentum. We got good starters. We got prominent starters. So, again, not worried about that. The last thing is, is that I think in a different perspective going back to these minor league guys it does show massive potential and it just excites the fans how these guys are going to be emphasis on this word are going to be on the team soon not now but soon and that should excite you and that should excite you for the next two years, the next four years, whatever it may be, just know in the back of your mind that these guys are going to come up soon. And that's a really good and exciting feeling because seeing PCA, seeing Brennan Davis, seeing, let's see, a guy that I haven't named yet, um, Alicantra, oh, what's the other guy's name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Why can't I? Nothing. Miguel Amaya, who isn't healthy yet, but I've been watching a lot of film from him back in the minors, and hey, I'm really excited for him to come up. So just guys like that who do have a lot of potential, but they're just not ready for the big stage yet. Um, but yeah, I'm just super excited, and other Cubs fans should be excited as well. This is what I think. I'm just going to lay it down flat. I'm talking about the nine wins in a row. What is the point of winning nine games in a row 
if your opening day, everyday lineup guys, aren't the ones scoring runs. And that's that's a fact. That's what it is. When you go back and look at it, you see um, some of our guys going 0 for 3, 0 for 4 sometimes if we get in a guy with 4 at-bats. So these are things that we got to start doing, start getting on that hitting momentum and rallying. There is nothing I love more than a good rally. I would take a rally over a home run any single day. It excites me more because it keeps going. The players build on top of each other. The energy increases and I love seeing that and I think that's what we need to do more of. Stop trying to hit a home run. Contreras is not on the team anymore, all right? So that means you're not going to lose outs to balls that he thinks he's going to take out of the yard. So I think a single, a double may be more valuable in the end than a home run. So that's just my point of view. Speaking specifically on people, Patrick Wisdom needs to step it up. He's got to get going. We got to get on that roll. We got to get on the peace Swizzy grind because it's been a bit of a quiet spring for him. Yes, he was injured. He was out for a couple of games, but now he should be back. And I'm excited to see what he can do this year compared to the last few years where he ultimately had literally the season of his life two years ago, I want to say. So that's what I think on that. Um, Yeah, I think defensively, you have nothing to complain with these guys because you have gold glovers everywhere. But offensively, offensively, we got to get working on the bats a little bit. So those are just my thoughts. That kind of wraps up this episode. Like I said, not a lot, but we did talk a lot more in detail about a few things. So super excited for that. And yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening. There will be another episode on Monday. We're talking about regular baseball. Last Monday, I did a WBC episode and I said this upcoming Monday, we're doing a just major league baseball episode, but we are going to address some WBC things that have been going on. Not go so much in depth with it, but definitely address the big headliners. If you know, you know, in recent days, quote unquote, yesterday. Um, But yeah, a lot has happened. Sad news, bad news, but also something exciting. So super excited to do that episode. Thank you guys again so much for listening and I will see you guys in, or you will hear from me in the next episode. Bye.